Dad sang this song to me There was a message in his melody Sweetest lyrics that I ever heard There's a message in the songs of birds Tomorrow is another day Living is the only way Tomorrow's gonna ever come Listen to the words of the song Everything gonna be Everything is gonna be everyone who is looking at us tonight who will watch this video many 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 times over after tonight i want to welcome you to today's segment of a sip of inspiration i'm stephanie wilson coleman known as the empowerment doctor and today's topic is fix and flip real estate now i've been going through my feed and i see lots of conversations about oh join us for flipping and <laughs> fixing and flipping up real estate and it generally ends there so I went out and found an expert. So joining me today is Ty Glover, who is the founder and CEO of Invest Out. Thank you Thank for you. joining us, Ty. Thank you, Stephanie, for having me. Truly appreciate it. Ty has a company that has an interesting mission, and the mission is to help home sellers make more money while creating highly scalable business opportunities for investors and workers alike. And I think that's really cool. I'm going to ask you to tell us a bit about how you got started because I think that that is really an interesting story. And then we can go on to discuss the fun part and the business part. So how did I get started with this particular idea or concept? Yes. So I'm a serial entrepreneur, rather innovator, innovator anyway. I, I, um, that's my sweet spot. That's what I'm really good at. And this concept came through a divorce that I went through where I was kind of tossed into the middle of having to pretty much liquidate or get rid of my assets, sell everything off, just to, to divide everything up between my ex and myself. And I recognized the fact that they were offering so little money for my home simply because it needed some work before it could sell. So it couldn't sell as is, or rather it had to sell as is because it did need that work. And I'm thinking to myself, I live three blocks away from a major train line, two blocks away from the bus stop, one stop away from close to 26 different restaurants that are right on the main drag, but yet you're offering me such a low amount of money. But when I looked into it and started doing the math, I recognized the fact that if I were to partner with that investor, both he and I could make more because he wouldn't have to go out and borrow the money to actually purchase the house because he would never purchase it. I would keep it, he would renovate it. And then once it's renovated, I would sell the house and he would get his share back plus his cost for the investment. And I'd make in the area of 30 to 40% more just because I partnered with him on that deal. So it became a no brainer when it came to um, actually looking at that as a business model. Now I never had to get rid of my house, thank goodness, but it gave me the orientation of a homeowner who was going through a life challenge and not really having many options. And the InvestUp model provides those options. Well, so what was your first project outside of uh, the experience you had? My first project, my first concept? Your first, yes. I had a concept called preserving sentiments. And ah. this one, it was a send it forward model whereby anyone coming out of the baby boomers, anyone could write or write letters to their loved ones or 
purchase flowers or whatever and send it forward into the future. So they would put it into our system, it's locked in, and when it came to that date, we would deliver the letters or the information that was requested, or even the flowers, you know, that were requested. Now, the challenge with that, however, was the day we were presenting this to Lincoln Financial was September 15th, 2008, the day Lehman Brothers collapsed, which meant all the work we had done was pretty much shot because there was nothing happening within any market at that point <laughs> from that point onward for several years. So yeah, we got close, very close with that one. <laughs> uh -huh, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Oh, good. So on the, the fix and flip, so you didn't have to sell your house, but how have others had working with you? How, how do they get involved? Uh, so that they don't lose everything or end up sell, not making any money from their house? Right, well, I mean, and that's a great question. The one thing that we do is, A, we're a new startup. So we're actually going live, as a matter of fact, at the end of this week, which means in coming to our portal at investout.net, um, folks who are homeowners, possibly, they can upload details about their properties. And we don't require a lot either. You know, it's the basics, the number of rooms, bathrooms, and so forth, the square footage, which is key. Once you put that information in, you can decide whether you want to sell your house outright and you put in the price you want for it, or whether you want to actually have an investor come and partner with you and add value, do the renovation on the house at no cost to you. And then once the house sells again, you get that increased value based on the negotiations you had with that investor. And the great thing about our portal is that anyone can go and put in some very basic information such as, the level of renovation that's needed. Is it an A, meaning the lowest level, just some sprucing up, maybe some a bathroom or, or painting and so forth, or mm -hmm. B, or C, a full gut. And once you do that, with that square footage, it'll automatically calculate out a projected estimated cost of that renovation. With that, you're also able to go and decide what percentage of that increased value do I want? And once you do that, you post it so that investors can come in and they will go and submit proposals to you based on their numbers, what they see as being a, a good number for them. And the best numbers rise to the top on your list. So as a homeowner, you should be seeing offers that are coming for your property that could be in the area of 20 to 30% more than what you were currently being offered by any one investor that may be looking at buying your home for cash. Oh, that's exciting. So what's, general, yeah, what's generally the best place for the homeowner to be in at the some repairs versus full gut rehab? What's the best place generally? You know, it's uh, that's a good question as well. The challenge with selling a home that needs repairs is that depending on the type of repair that's, that it has, it could be relegated to that, that low offer price of cash only buyers which means 80% of the purchasers possibly are cut out of the deal and they won't even be shown the property because realtors just won't show them that property. That will go to investors. And of course, investors are in it to make money, which means that you're automatically gonna be pushed down as far as the amount of money that's gonna be offered to you. Now, again, with our portal, if you need those basic things just to be able to get it above that cash only buyers, then that's one option for you as well. But um, I'd say whatever the property needs, depending on how much equity you have or how much money you actually have in that property, I'd say either the basic or even a full renovation 
it will get you more money for the property, which means that that homeowner walks away with more and then you walk away with more as well. That's a great idea. Uh, just in basics, a uh, few questions. So uh, how can people get involved right now? So what's the website so that people can write that down? So for those of you who are listening, get ready because he's going to give you that valuable information so you can reach out and get involved in this process. Great. And that's a, that's a very good question as well. We are a triple bottom line company, which means that we are sustainable, focusing on people, profit, and planet. And with respect to the people, we have two levels of stakeholders, for example. We have our homeowners. That's my orientation. That was the experience I went through almost losing my home. And, and I remember being at my lowest point and having, again, people coming and trying to get my house for the lowest possible value. So those stakeholders, uh, the investors itself, we support them, but we also are oriented again towards the homeowner. Now, and the best way to get involved depends on your interest. If you're already an investor, then here's an opportunity. And I hear my dog walking around. I apologize. But if you're already an investor, come and take a look at the properties that we actually have. Or if you're selling a property and you're an investor, add it to the portal. It's only $19 a month and you can add as many properties to the portal as you want and possibly have someone come and do the renovation on that. But we even go down as low as the affiliate program. You know, folks may not have any background in real estate or may not necessarily be interested in getting in at this point. But if you value this concept and you can see it as being something that would work for your cousins or mothers or whoever, then you can get involved at an affiliate level, which means just signing up and sharing the link so as many people as possible can see it because that's our goal. But anyone who signs up from the link that you actually share you get money from them when they actually do the sign up. So the monthly fees that are charged for them as well as their membership fee, you get a certain amount from that. So the affiliate program is really a nice way to go from the standpoint of even just that passive income that everyone talks about. And the website to the affiliate program is? That would be at the bottom on investout.us. Um, so directly on the bottom of the pages there, investout.us. And so one other point, you know, we, we recognize the fact that realtors are really in a competitive marketplace right now. It, it's, um, you know, with the 87% of all realtors don't survive past five years. Uh, I think it's an area of the average income. You would think it'd be a lot higher, but it's only about 42,000 per year. And the challenge is that there, it's a, such a competitive marketplace. But we've also built in a program that we call Envoys, which means you become one of our pre-listed folks, our pre-listing agents, which means that you now have first access to those homes that require those renovations and you get perks above just the actual commissions itself. So it's a really great way of being able to get into capture a territory or what the zip codes would be where you see those high potential properties and then manage that, control that because now you've licensed those zip codes and you're creating barriers to entry to keep other people from coming into your space. So that's especially uh, something that's important for new realtors who are just trying to break a even and um, make it through the first five years. So why is the price so low? The monthly fee, uh, as you said, is free for homeowners listening and just $9.99 for realtors and only $19.99 for investors. So how, why is the fee so low and how can you be profitable with such low fees? And that's a great question as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
I think the big thing is that um, my goal isn't to make money from people trying to learn this process, trying to be involved. A, we need properties. We need properties for our investors. Um, but B, I don't believe in hoarding information. I believe that if we have information that can help others do better, then let's help them do better. So we keep our price low because that's not really the way we want to make our money. We want to make our money by providing value-added services. So if you're that investor, our envoys will work with you throughout the entire renovation of that process, making sure that, in fact, it's a quality home and understanding better than anybody else what issues that home has because we send our inspection teams in to analyze that home in much greater detail. And the reason why we do that for an investor is that if we can know as much about that property as possible and can communicate that to you, then it reduces your risk of the investment, which means you're less worried about the amount of money you're gonna have to put into the property. And you're also potentially less worried about the actual price that the home is gonna sell for because we've done the comparisons and therefore you have that ability to be able to figure that out and move into that investment with a lot lower risk. Because that's what it's all about, reducing your risk. Now, when a homeowner lists their home with uh, invest out for mm -hmm. sale, and generally how long does it take for them to find a buyer uh, that's interested to partner with and then, and, and then at the end of that sale? Generally, how long is the process? It's hard to say because it's going to depend upon the markets. You know, obviously mm -hmm. everyone says location, location, location. So, you know, if you're in the right market, you could have something that's picked up right the same day. Um, but again, because this is a marketplace, you'd want to be able to leave that property in there for a period of time and not select the first bid that comes in because other folks are going to be submitting bids as well. And you're going to have that opportunity to be able to push back on that bid. You know, for me, Again, going through the, the, the destructive period in my life of the divorce, it was a little bit embarrassing having investors coming and knowing my business about the potential loss of my property. And I wanted to eliminate that. And that's why I wanted to make sure that the investors or rather the homeowners did not have to have any conversation with the investors until at least they reached some point of discussion whereby they were in agreement on a reasonable price as opposed to just what's being offered currently to homeowners. And because you have the ability to look at the numbers yourself, you're more informed as to really what the, what the numbers are and how much that investor is gonna make, and therefore how much you should be making out of the equity that you created by living in that property for such a period of time. Fantastic. So how do you protect the investors and the homeowners? Right, well, so, uh, you know, again, with our mission being supporting that homeowners, uh, we definitely have to make sure we take care of them. So we obviously have an insurance plan that covers any issues that were to occur there, but we recommend and work with the investors as well as the actual homeowners to go through binding arbitration before you actually have any major issues that you want to go and resort to, to lawsuits and everything else. We can also work with those investors and those homeowners to facilitate that because we know what the proposal was that was outlined for that investor. It's pretty clear whether that investor satisfied the requirements of that property or did not. So we try to help with respect to the arbitration and bringing in the attorneys there. But outside of that, we support our stakeholders, which means that if we're having challenges with one of our stakeholders, such as a homeowner, then we support our investors in on that to make sure our investors are made whole. And likewise for our homeowners, we make sure our homeowners are made whole. So when the homeowner lists their property 
with you on the website. Generally, walk us through the next steps. So someone sees it, they place a bid. So how does that process? Because most of our people listening who are homeowners, and this is a new idea for them, because you know, we're used to just having to sell it outright. So <laughs> how does that work? Them. You know, the selling outright is, I mean, you see the big companies coming in here nowadays and, you know, one of those major companies is, is buying properties, but essentially what they're doing is they're wholesaling. They're buying that property for as low as a price as possible. They're taking that property and they're selling that property for a premium to an investor who's going to buy it due to renovation. So you're really in the bottom and being offered the lowest amount possible for that property because again, they have to have theirs. But with ours, as you're coming into the process or into the portal, we again try to ask for the least amount of information as possible, just so that investor has a clear understanding of what they're dealing with. And once you do that and you're able to go and get that price as far as your expectation um, of what you believe that property is worth, again, either having it calculated out directly for you, realtors or rather investors typically oftentimes like to use something called a 70% rule which means they will take what that home is going to sell for, and then they subtract out the cost of the renovations, and then they multiply it by 70% to get the offer price for the homeowner. Now, for those homeowners that are unaware, those 70% can become 60 or 50%, which means the amount of money, again, that you're being offered is a lot less than, than what you should be, even on a, um, on a wholesaling market. So, that's the way we protect you by giving you information and letting you know that you have choices and having multiple investors coming in and pitching for your property. You know, our goal right now is to move towards bringing in investors who are professionals, who have skills. Um, I, my background is corporate America. I've been in corporate America for over 25 years. And some of my peers that I've worked with are some of the smartest people I know. So I know this is a space that they can very easily occupy and do it very well and have strict guidelines as far as how they actually build their business. Mm -hmm. um, because our model is set up the way it is. If you think about this, for example, um, if you wanted to buy and become a fix and flip investor that would do five homes a month, then you're gonna to have to be prospecting for five homes a month, which means you need to have money available to buy those five homes. You're gonna be renovating five homes a month, which means you're gonna need money to do the renovations on top of the money you paid to purchase the home. And then you're gonna be selling that home and that home could be up for sale for any number of months. So you've got potentially millions of dollars that are in, uh, let's just say credit that are tied up in just the short-term ownership of these homes. When in fact, if you never had to buy the home, you'd have all that liquidity available to actually renovate more homes. And that's how this process works to scale your business that much faster because you're not tying up all that capital and just purchasing these homes. You're doing it and you're moving more properties as well as, as a result. That sounds fantastic. Um, what's a triple bottom line? Right, great. Yeah, triple bottom line is something that, um, that I've been working with for the last, I'd say 10 years now. I'm a, I just left a board position at a company called Untours. And what this company does is they actually will go and they were a precursor to Airbnb. You know, okay. actually go over to Europe and the gentleman would reserve housing so that anyone here could go over and stay and live the life of a European in that small community where they would live. 
That company has been around since the 70s. Um, but after a period of time, they moved into actually doing loans, low interest, small loans, micro loans to all parts of the world, including Africa, wow. Haiti, um, even as small of a project as helping you, loaning you money to buy a bicycle so you can now become a delivery person. That was their mission. And they were one of the first micro lenders to ever come out. That and having been part of that board and having known the, um, the person who started, a gentleman named Hal Tusik, that really inspired me with respect to the power that we have as an individual to touch people's lives. And nowadays we're in such difficult straits with regards to not just COVID, but with also the baby boomers. I mean, we've forgotten about this, this huge number of baby boomers that are still transitioning somewhere in the area of, I think it's close to 65 million that are transitioning. They won't peak in retirement number until 2030. So they've got a long range, but they don't have enough to retire on. Most of them are living on the $14,000 per year that comes from Social Security. Only 25% actually have more than $100,000 in savings. So there are hard roads that are coming for the folks that are dealing with these homes. They may not have enough money to be able to do any renovation. And as you, everybody knows, when you're dealing with these, what's the word for it? Reverse mortgages. Mm -hmm. Any repairs that need to be done in your house with a reverse mortgage, if you're not keeping your house, you're not maintaining it, you can lose your house outright. So and when, even when it's coming time to actually move out of your house, don't just let a reverse mortgage and those folks take your home back because you haven't been able to make repairs. Get those repairs done so you can sell again that home for maximum value and you're not giving that value to the banks. Wow. I do have a question, a couple questions that have come in. Um, how are the investors selected? Mm -hmm. And do the rules apply in every state? Right, and that's a very good question. As far as the investors are concerned, it's the homeowner itself that selects the investors. Currently, right now, it's only a matter of that investor submitting the prices as far as what they believe the estimated cost of the renovation will be as well as what they believe the comparable sale price will be, mm -hmm. as well as the actual before renovation value, meaning what's it worth right now? Because what it's worth right now goes to the homeowner. That's guaranteed to the homeowner, the value that you agree to as being that before renovation value. And everything else is that money that comes on the top that you share with that homeowner. So it's really the homeowner right now who makes the decision as to what deal works best for that homeowner. Um, and I think that's always the way it's gonna be because the homeowner knows their particular situation. There may be certain terms that they may need, for example, moving out after a certain period of time or mm -hmm. a lot of different things. And to have the ability to negotiate with that investor is really important. And oftentimes those decisions will be based on the negotiative ability of that um, the partners. Okay, so uh, the homeowner does have a say all, every step of the way. They have complete say. And working with our envoys, who are our representatives, they will guide them through that process. You know, again, with folks transitioning out, a lot of the folks that are transitioning aren't going to be transitioning to the best situation possible, especially for those who lose their homes due to foreclosures or other issues that are definitely going to come. 
And by having our envoys to be able to do coaching and assisting them in actually moving out of the house, providing them with information as far as different support groups that may be available to help them through this difficult period in their lives, that's one big thing that our envoys do. But again, also providing that value-added service to that investor so that investor has more support when it comes to dealing with that particular property. That's how you add value to those investors, and that's how you make more money as a realtor, especially when it comes to pre-listed homes. And it doesn't matter what state they live in. They can go to the website and upload the information. To, correct, because right now we're not affiliate. We're not doing anything with regards to what's coming into the portal, you know, so people can add the properties and they're self-managing themselves. We don't have the infrastructure yet to be able to touch individual lives. And that's why we're working to build our envoys program. So we have our representatives on the floor, on the ground in the different states. But right now they can load those properties and they can have the investors come directly to them and start that dialogue, chat back and forth as to what's possible. And remember that the investors will not get any of your contact information until you've selected to publish that information to them because you've selected that discussion point or that beginning offer to have that discussion. Oh, fantastic. So uh, the investor program le levels, tell us a little bit about the different levels. The investor program levels. Um, I'm not, oh, well, you know, I think I gave you some old materials. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, we were, we're looking at recognizing the fact that we're going to have different types of investors. You know, we're going to have the small investor who has roughly ten to $15,000 to get into an investment. And that's a great opportunity for anyone who's a small investor. They don't have a lot of capital, but they want to try to experience it because the work that's gonna be required within those homes are gonna be much more limited. So that's one specific level of opportunity for an investor. But because we also have the different scales as far as the amount of work that may require, be required from going to a, just a simple renovation to a more advanced one where you're tearing out walls and you're opening up spaces, that's where you're moving up to the higher levels. And the way we work it is there are satisfaction surveys that come from that homeowner to talk about how the deal went, about customer satisfaction, about profit for the homeowner. So the investors are rewarded as well when it comes to managing those properties well and living up to the agreements as outlined. And any other homeowner coming in will see that and they'll see their ratings and they'll also be able to decide based on the ratings of how that home, that investor has done for other properties. Let's talk a little more about the small investor because generally right. that's probably going to be that first time yeah. investor, uh, something somebody's always really wanted to do because people talk about it a lot. Yeah. And then, but when they go out, then all of a sudden to buy that property and then to rehab it generally requires a lot of money or great credit for loans. So the small investor that you've come in contact with it. Uh, do you recommend a particular amount of money that they should start with? You know, it's, I believe you can get involved based on some of the numbers that I've been using for as little as $10,000 because that type of a renovation might be able to even produce a, a eight to $10,000 return on that investment, depending on what work you did for the property. For a small investor who's trying to grow their business, I believe the best thing you can do, and we're going to be offering training programs on using such uh, applications as SketchUp. So you can literally take a picture and design what that vision would be for that room. 
you know, ultimately it's about articulating or rather communicating a vision. That's the challenge with most of these homes. They, a homeowner or rather a potential homeowner may walk into it and they don't have the vision that was given to a billy goat, which means that they're gonna look at the, the floors and say, well, the rug is ugly or the paint is ugly. And they're really not gonna see the possible gym that exists. That's what these investors are designed to do. They have to have that vision and they have to be able to learn how to communicate that vision and sketch up, for example, is one tool where we're gonna be bringing in a trainer to teach people exactly how to use it so you can learn how to articulate a vision. Now, we also have those opportunities for the larger investors, possibly the person who's the interior designer. They've already have a skill set. They already have a background and a portfolio of work, and they can already communicate that or at least present it directly to that homeowner itself. Our goal for them is to bring them contractors, to bring them labor, because we recognize that with the market size that we're looking for, one of the biggest limiting factors we're going to have is how do we find enough contractors to satisfy all the needs of the investors that we're looking at bringing in. And we'll be working with workers cooperatives to find new labor to come into the pool itself and, and adjusting it that way because we have to recognize the needs of our investors and whether they're a full investor, meaning they've got their full crew, they've got a team of workers, or they're just that talent that has the vision to be able to communicate it and they want to bring in the workers themselves to do the work. Oh, so the investors have an option. So they can bring their own people or you'll will have a connection to uh, to organizations or businesses that can help them in the build out Correct. innovation. Right. That's important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we know a lot of the homeowners, especially senior homeowners, uh, who have to move, you know, for various reasons. They uh, can't take care of the house anymore or it's just too much for them and they want to go to a smaller place some of those just aren't uh some some people who have to do that just aren't savvy enough to get through the contracts and understand what they're signing and agreeing to how do you help them through that what does is there help for them or what do you recommend yeah, that's a, that's a great question as well. Right now, we do have the contracts that are there. We're making those available to the investors when they're coming in. But unfortunately, we're not able to be on the ground to actually support the actual contract signing itself. And that's going to come when we bring our envoys in who will be very well versed in the verbiage within the contracts and can help them to better understand it. Um, because it's got to be structured in a way that's supportive of their needs. Right. Mm -hmm. So we recognize that that is a, it, that's a, uh, a weakness that we have right now and that we have to correct. So um, should people come with a certain amount of understanding of the real estate field or should they have some particular education or can they get that through you? How, what kind of person is the perfect person for this? The perfect person is a person who does have some background and understanding of project plans, of leadership, of being able to work with others and negotiate, um, being able to communicate effectively. Those are some of the key requirements for the people who are interested in getting in here, as well as possibly being able to be the person who can do an analysis of numbers. Now, we make them very easy to understand. So I know it may sound like it's a lot of folks, they look at numbers and they right away get terrified. 
you know, and, and you know, numbers scare people. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. You know, it, it's funny. I remember being a long time ago, I went to Costa Rica and uh, I was at a nightclub and uh, a young lady came over. I was down there studying Spanish to learn Spanish for a whole month. And I was at this little bar or club and this young lady came over to me and she started talking to me. And I was so blown over by her speaking Spanish to me that I had to say, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. Her response to me was, I'm speaking English. So I was so overwhelmed <laughs> that I didn't even hear a word she was saying and in complete block. And I'm saying that's the same thing with numbers. But if you look at the way we've outlined it within the actual portal and directly within the homeowners page, it's pretty easily understandable information. We talk about what that investor's profit would be and what your total profit would be as a homeowner if you did a partnership versus just a sale outright. So we try to make the numbers very clear and we'll be working to add more clarity to those as we move forward. Perfect. Because you know, once people look at numbers and percentages, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's so true. So as far so the so they don't have to have any particular education, which is really good. Uh, for the people who want to list their homes, they just need to have a particular idea of what needs to be done. So would you recommend that they get some, would use this process to get the estimates for the renovations or should they have other quotes before they use your process? As far as the homeowner is concerned? As far as the homeowner is concerned. Well, the homeowners, you know, one of the best things to do is to recognize the importance of a realtor in that model as well, because the realtor is that guidance. The okay. realtor knows your, your potential sale price if it were renovated versus what it would sell right now before the renovation itself. Um, they have visibility and clarity that um, is important. And so I would say lean into your realtor so that the realtor can really help you through the process of, of setting your property up and, and maximizing its sale price. Sometimes, or at least I can't say necessarily whether how the realtor will handle the situation with a, a listed property, meaning one that's already for sale versus a property that's pre-listed, because of course realtors have restrictions and guidelines as far as code of conduct. So nothing that you're doing within the invest out model nullifies that or avoids it because you're still operating in the best interest of the homeowner but some realtors may be more questionable and therefore they may want to work with the pre-listed home as opposed to listing it for sale first. Okay. Okay. So um, on the average, how long would it take say from start to finish from the time a homeowner listed their property till the time a, they accepted a contract uh, to sell their, 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 I mean their house, not their company, I apologize. <laughs> so you're speaking of how long after the, the average length of time. I know some things could happen in months, some could happen in days. So yeah, you know we're, we you know as mentioned before, I think it's important to be able to leave the property in there for at least 30 days or so to see what offers come in for that property, um, because you won't know who else is going to possibly come in and drop a bid for your home until you've given it some time for people. And we're gonna be blasting the homes out, putting them on Facebook um, so people get more visibility to it uh, because we need to definitely spread the word. But I would give it at least 30 days to try to figure out what the interest may be in that particular property. Okay, so 
30 days for the people who are listening at right. least 30 days at least 30 days and sometimes okay. people think they can put it out there and it didn't sell in two weeks and they're a little nervous so you need to be able to try to plan that part well and i guarantee you'll sell it a lot faster if it's actually a looking nice a beautiful property than you will if it's um needs a lot of work you know and you'll take more out of the deal as well you have more power when your home is renovated and you have people buying number of people buying to buy that property as opposed to it just being a you know an a, a a high potential home but the potential hasn't been maximized yet mm -hmm. so you are located in pennsylvania I am in the Philadelphia area. Yes. Philadelphia area. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how is it? How is the real estate market in Philadelphia? So people who are listening all over can get an idea because some markets are really, really good and some are struggling. Yeah. And that's, I think that's true as well with Philadelphia. I know, for example, my area, homes don't really come up for sale. They, they move silently and quietly through um, personal knowledge of a house coming up. Uh, it's a hot market. I know some other areas in Philadelphia, they're, they're slower, but still homes move, can move pretty quickly. I think Philadelphia just putting in rules or ordinances in place to stop wholesaling from occurring because so many people are being taken advantage of. You've got investors that are, that are coming into the city and working with these homeowners who have no clarity as to how much that potential is for their property and they're being taken advantage of at an astronomical rate so much so philadelphia had to put a stop on it so wow you know that that's a challenge and you know again with wholesalers they operate and they perform a valuable function to move properties to bring them into the system itself but for me the invest out process removes the wholesaler because if you don't have to go through a wholesaler to, to find your home as an investor, then you're not paying that money to the wholesaler. You're paying that money to the, in, the homeowner who's actually the one who added the value by providing the property. You know, I, I just think it's a fair share equitable situation of making sure those homeowners get as much money out of their properties as possible. That's my mission. And for the investor, at least you get your information firsthand from the actual homeowners to what's happened to the property and things like that. Cause I know sometimes it's hard to find some history on those. Yeah. And that'll be part of our next mission as well of being able to again, do that value add such as for example, the three stages, uh, title and lien searches, uh, the inspection of the property and understanding it using technology, uh, um, using technology to better be able to understand that property. And again, the last one being the market comparables, you know, so that an interested investor really knows what they're dealing with and can make the best decisions based on that information. Mm -hmm. So the homeowner leaves in, leaves their property in the portal available for about 30 days. Uh, what do you anticipate it? Uh, let's say best case scenario, of course, uh, how many offers could they, possibly get or potentially get on their property you know it's um it's going to really depend and i know that's a, that consult i know that's all right <laughs> but it's going to depend on the market that that home is in um we're trying we're working with a program called the what's the word for it exclusive access which would allow that homeowner or excuse me that realtor 
to pre-sell that property even before that investor has swung a hammer because it's such a hot market. And therefore now that homeowner or that potential homeowner who wants to buy that property post the renovation can come and provide feedback and guidance as to how the renovation should be performed. You know, so now you've got that investor doing the renovation in alignment with someone who's actually going to buy the property, which makes it a lot easier to do. So, you know, there's different programs that, that are, we're adding in as well as time moves forward. So it, if you're in a hot market, mm -hmm. uh, I guess you've got to be ready for this to happen really quickly. So you really, when you list it, you need to be prepared to move. Right, because we don't work with properties with the residents in place, um, you know, it's for obvious reasons, because you want to move through the property and do the renovation as much as possible. But it's also to make sure that we can protect our investors so that we don't have someone else moving back into the property thinking now that it's been renovated, I want to reoccupy my home. Ah, that was going to be my next question. What happens if someone wants to reoccupy your home because their home because they've done such a good job with the renovation? Well, they always have the opportunity to be able to take a loan out on that property to pay off that investor. You know, that's something that's always a viable option depending on their situation. Um, but we definitely have to make sure that we're protecting those investors because they're making an investment, they're coming. You know, I call it self, um, I call it enlightened self-interest. Those investors are providing a valuable service. They're doing the renovation on the property to add value to help those homeowners make more money in a time when they really need to make more money. And the investors are rewarded with the profit from that sale, but they're also rewarded by being able to help others, which is a reason why a lot of folks actually want to get involved in this model, more so touching people. Mm -hmm. So the Partner Up program, uh, that's the, the affiliate program? That's the Partner Up is the whole model of connecting the homeowners okay with the investors uh, where we're gonna be bringing in connecting the cooperatives or the workers with the investors themselves. So they have more crews available to be able to therefore scale that much faster. Please. Okay. That is so cool, okay. But the, uh, the affiliate program, they can get through, through your website also for people listening and they can uh, help share the information about the program so that people can know about it so we can get a, a get the word out faster. I think this is a really great idea because so many people now, because of changes in the economy, changes in lifestyle, and some of it's sudden with the new, uh, with the, the COVID-19 virus too. Uh, some of the changes are sudden and people aren't, aren't necessarily anticipating making those kinds of changes now, but the environment has sort of forced them into that. And it's a shame to have to lose your home because it needs a few repairs. Now, if the people need to relocate from their home, uh, if, they don't, if they don't know where they're gonna go, do you have um, recommendations that you can make for them? They just know they have to leave that house. That's part of the supportive services that we need to actually embed into what we do for our envoys, because we're gonna run into that situation. Um, I think we had had a conversation uh, last week where I mentioned the fact that foreclosures, you know, there's gonna be a tsunami of foreclosures coming. Um, since August, there's only been about 385 foreclosures because they've stopped the foreclosures during COVID. You don't wanna put people on the street during a pandemic. The typical number of foreclosures that occur are about 22,000 a month. So when we talk about the enormity of the amount of need that's going to exist, 
it, it'll be it'll be astronomical. And I think about um, Abraham Maslow, who um, created you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I recognize just looking at that the fact that um, I mean for the folks who may not know, there's basically states that there are certain levels of need that you have. For example shelter and food is one of the first things you need before you can think about the next level of health, before you can think about the next level. Mm -hmm. And final level would be self-actualization. Who am I? What am, is my place here on this earth? Well, if you can't get past your first level of having a house or rather a shelter over your head, you can't possibly move to any of those other levels. So where I know we're worried about the pandemic as we should be, but according to Abraham Maslow, the shelter over your head is even more important than your health at that point. So that's, that's one of the drivers for us. That's one of our missions to make sure we're helping as many people as possible and bringing in as many investors into this marketplace as possible to be that support. Yes. And that hierarchy has been proven over and over again. Uh, there were kids who people who are hungry can't begin to think about who I, who, who am I to be in this world and what's my gift? Yeah. because they're hungry you know so okay. yes so the fork so when the foreclosures do finally come because you're right they have been halted due to COVID-19 mm -hmm. um, so when people get back and they have to deal with how much they owe uh, some jobs are not going to come back mm -hmm. uh, so what do they do uh, and if they have a house this is a way to at least allow them to get the fair share you know a fair market price from the house instead of just being pushed out because it's it'll be a great grab for a lot of uh a lot of contractors uh, a lot of new neighborhoods and i'm sure you guys need more high rises just like we do in chicago <laughs> yeah yeah it's um when you think of of the losses that are going to occur um yeah, I recognize the fact that, again, we need to be that support. You know, we need to be able to help to catch people. When I was going through my divorce, you know, again, one of the most difficult times in my life, the only thing that really helped me to survive it was the fact that I had a supportive family and I was financially capable of being able to at least work my way through it. But for folks that don't have that support, whether it's from family or the financial capability, you know, it can be the difference between someone going through that experience and, and rising, going through that experience and falling, or just not making it through the experience at all of the foreclosure, being on the streets. And that is such a tragic thing to have happen. So Invest Out is about providing more financial mobility to those who need the money from their house when they sell it. And that's what it's about, providing that financial mobility. And it sounds like it's possible for someone to use the use invest out to sell the house as well as participate in the affiliate program simultaneously too. That's a great point. You know, that's one of the first things we ask, you know, what's your asking price? You may in fact not want to deal with the whole issues of, of possibly having investors come in and do the work. You may be satisfied. You know, I think there's three things that really are going to determine your interest as far as which way you would go. The first one is that emotional connection with that property. You know, how connected are you? The second one would be how encumbered or how many owners are there of that property? And can you get signatures from all the homeowners to sign off on that property? And the third one would be how much do you need the money? Those three things are going to determine whether in fact the person's going to want to sell that property outright, sell it very quickly through some of the wholesalers that are existing out there on the marketplace, or 
they need more money and therefore they would be willing to wait the extra time to have the renovation occur so they can get that extra value. So it's the decisions, it's rather the options that are so important for a person who's going through such a difficult time in their life. I have a question that says, the rule of location, how is the rule of location apply? I imagine you could list it from anywhere. Yes, you know, the, I had mentioned the fact that um, within my webinar, if anyone wants to come and see the webinar, I pretty much spent a whole hour giving exact details as to how things work within this model. I talk about hard trends that are occurring with respect to, for example, the COVID situation with uh, baby boomers, Generation X, we're not that far behind. And so therefore I present long-term hard trends that not a matter of if they will happen, they are happening, they will happen. Um, but I also talk about soft trends. Uh, you know, there was a recent article that came out from McKinsey Consulting, which is one of the, um, one of the boutique consulting companies that is probably one of the most prominent of the boutique consulting companies. But they had mentioned the fact that based on a survey that was done, 40,000 corporate um, workers, 44% of them, mostly women in this situation, said they didn't want to return back to their corporate job. They're looking at stepping away. They want to be a corporate escapee. They're, they're done with it. And the experience of being home and of resetting has really changed their views as far as what they want for, for life 2.0. And we represent a great opportunity for those investors. Those are really the ones that can come in, very easily pick up all the points, and they really are already disciplined enough to be able to manage. And if you look at the whole demographic for HGTV, for example, HGTV's most popular shows are the fix and flip shows, and that's that corporate demographic right there. Right, and they're all moving from some big city from some corporate job into some right. small town. <laughs> right, and they're looking for opportunities. Right, they're looking for opportunities. Right. Well, as we're coming to the end of the show, what are some uh, tips or additional information you would like to share with the audience? Well, I think the big ones would be the affiliate program. You know, there's multiple ways to get involved. For example, if you were interested in getting involved in our investors affiliate program, it gives you the opportunity to be able, able to actually make money as, as far as that passive income is concerned from the membership fees, as well as the actual monthly fee uh, for our envoys, which is really something I'm very excited about. You're actually able to make money from not just the actual membership fee itself, but also from the territories that are purchased by the envoys or rather licensed by the envoys. So it's a great way of being that passively person involved or that active person getting into the investing itself. One additional thing I would mention is that I spoke to a Latinx uh, young lady who was talking about the fact that she really wanted to get involved in real estate and fix and flips. And so coming out of that, we've also created a, a company called small investment, big profit, because we recognize that with small investment, big profit, we can present some of the properties that we have available directly through our website. And instead of going out to the banks for the funding for those, we can, we can actually go and get small incremental investments of no more than $2,000 so that even that passive person who's got money sitting under their, mess, their mattress can get involved and have a little bit of a share of a fix and flip. That's one of the things that we're doing, again, with smallinvestmentbigprofit.com. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. 
Yeah, uh, affiliate, yeah, affiliate programs are always good because it is a uh, great way to uh, create passive income. And right. all of the financial advisors talk about passive income, to have yes. some money that's working for you all the time that you don't have to work as hard for. Right. And that is a good yeah. idea. So be sure you guys go to the website and check that out. And I really, I, I think the small investors, big profit, this guess sounds yeah. pretty cool. Right. And that's set up basically very much so structured like a, um, an investment club. So the same guidelines, the same rules, it's just that the money that you're actually putting up as far as that incremental amount of $2,000, you're deciding I want to allocate that for this particular property because that property resonates with you and you feel that you can get the most money out of that. Once the money's there, the investor uses that capital to do the X. So you can see the partnerships are happening all throughout the entire, our stakeholder platform. You know, we've got our investors and our homeowners. That's that partnership there. We've got our realtors that are part of the partnership, the workers that are part of the partnership. And we're also looking to add in low cost or rather um, housing within these communities as well, especially we're really targeting a container home project that can bring in homes into some of these vacant lots that are owned by the city, whereby if we put some container homes that are beautifully architect homes into these locations, it gives that city an opportunity to be able to sell that home and keep the gentrification from happening. It can keep the gentrification in alignment with the city's plans for how that particular area of that city should grow as opposed to just having it go on the open market and selling for whatever price because the city owns these properties. They're theirs, the cities to sell. Once the city sells a property, again, our investors get their money back for the actual work that they've done. So there's a lot of opportunities within this space and we're looking for anyone who sees the mission, understands it and wants to get involved either passively or actively. We really want to grow this. This has been exciting. Thank you for spending this time with me and, uh, and my viewers. This is incredibly exciting. Uh, there has been a lot of talk of just chatter in the rooms about how do you get involved in real estate? Because I know people uh, in every city look around and see houses being renovated in neighborhoods that you didn't even know they were for sale. Uh, or even available for renovation and then high rises like you wouldn't believe. And right. sometimes your first thought is, at least my first thought is, there's no way I could even get a piece of that. And it's like, it would be really nice if I could get a little piece. It's a jungle. It's a yeah. jungle. <laughs> yeah. So right. you've given us an opportunity to do that. So how do people get in touch with you again? So our site is at investout.us. You can come directly to that site itself. If you're interested in actually joining the affiliate program, you can go directly down to the bottom of any of those pages and you can select that button right there for affiliates. And that'll take you to a site where you can sign up and start receiving that passive income from anyone you share that link with who signs up for the site and starts using it. And the other thing you can do for Ty is you can pass the word around if people, because I'm sure we all know someone who needs to sell their home, but mm -hmm. uh, they just need help, you know, and being able to be a part of the process and get more than, and get the, not more, but the fair share for what the house is worth is really exciting. Um, right. So that's great for us. So with that, um, you have some last words for us before we sign off. Well, you know, just one thing I would mention is that um, a young lady mentioned to me, well, she's a flipper and she's been pretty successful at flipping. And it's funny that when I walked through the homes that she was working with, when she just acquired it, 
and I'd see clothes around, you know, there, there were just remnants of the family that had been there. And everyone talks about the houses that they're flipping. These are really homes. These are the, these, these homes have lives that are associated with these homes. And so to think about really only the, the aspect of fix and flip and not recognize the fact that the values being pulled away, being taken from that homeowner and what desperate straits that homeowner may be in, you know, that's granted it's, it's a profit's position and you're in business, but we're offering an opportunity for you to be able to be more involved, more connected and add more value back as opposed to having the banks walk away with that value. So that would be my final word. Well, thank you very much for sharing this with us. I'm incredibly excited about it. This is thank just, you. just opened my eyes in more ways than you know. So uh, just down to the, cause, you know, usually you think of the large investor, but now there's a way that people with just some cash who want to do this can get involved. And I think that that is fantastic. It's our mission. Uh, yeah, that helps a lot with the conversation that I have with um, people that I talk to regularly because it's always flip and flip. But if you don't have, hundreds of thousands of dollars, you can't do it, but you have found a way to make it possible. And that's our goal. <laughs> Definitely our <a> goal. <laughs> so, thank you very much. So before, as we sign off, I want to remind the audience to be inspired and to further notice, celebrate everything. Do not go gently into that good night, find a heel worth dying for and take it and be the person that you're worth waiting for. Make today so awesome that yesterday gets jealous and above all else, do it your way. Life is too short to drink cheap champagne. After talking to Ty tonight, I wanna also add that life is too short not to take risk. You all have a great evening and the rest of the day. And until next time, do it your way. Bye now. Relax and imagine your perfect life. If what you're imagining isn't the life you're living right now, then you need to experience Stephanie Wolfen Coleman. A victim of abuse and poverty, Stephanie overcame the odds to rise to success. Make the decision to allow Stephanie to help you move forward to your success through her books and empowerment tools, available at ChampagneConnection.com, where you can dream big.